From the headquarters of the Jameson Media Complex, broadcasting from the GreenIndustryPodcast.com studios, it's the Green Industry Podcast, where Paul and his guests discuss lawn and landscape business best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, best-selling author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, Paul Jameson. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to today's episode of the Green Industry Podcast. We're going to talk about handheld equipment, engines, yachts and boats, and much more with our guest, Eric Riley, today. If this is your first time listening to the Green Industry Podcast, we put out daily episodes Monday through Friday, and so we can really cover a lot of ground throughout the year. Some days we're focused, you know, talking to maybe my bookkeeper about finances and making sure all your numbers are right. And then other days we're talking, you know, the guys that have these companies that do tens of millions of dollars in revenue and actual service. And then I also like to do episodes where I actually talk about equipment and how we can be as efficient as possible, whether it's the, you know, two-stroke handheld equipment or the engines on our mowers and, and skid steers and things of that nature. And just always make sure that, our business is being run as efficient as possible, that our equipment's lasting as long as possible. And at the end of the day, that our profits are as fat as they can be. And so uh, that's going to be our conversation today. We're talking with a friend of mine, Eric Riley. I uh, follow him on the Instagram, oilguy86, and he's building a custom house right now. So I got my eye on a couple folks building their custom homes. You know, Eric's story, Mitchell Gordy, you know, hopefully sooner than later, Fullerton will be breaking ground up there in Novi. And uh, I just love that whole process. So uh, without further ado, let's thank today's show sponsors. That's GPS Track It and Gulf Coast Bookkeeping. We appreciate GPS Track It and Gulf Coast Bookkeeping making today's show possible. Without further ado, here's my interview with the oil guy, Eric Riley. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to today's interview with Eric Riley, the oil guy, 86, down in sunny Florida. How are you doing, Eric? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing today, Paul? I'm doing good, man. We uh, connected down at the um, Influencer uh, Meetup in uh, Tampa, Florida, back in January, and uh, you sent me some oil, and uh, we become friends, and so I wanted to uh, bring you on the uh, show today. And uh, just let you share your story uh, with this industry and, and your experience with boats and <laughs> trucks and uh, lawn equipment. And you, you uh, definitely have some history with that. So tell us a little bit about your story. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I've been with Anzel for, I think, going on 12 years now. I was actually a certified marine technician working on high-performance race boats. And I worked on a lot of big yachts and cruisers and things like that. I worked for... Uh, Marine Max are the largest boat dealership in the nation. And uh, I also worked for Spectre Power Boats and built high-performance race boats and a lot of stuff like that. So that's kind of how I got uh, introduced to Amsoil originally. And uh, we basically tested every oil out there on the market throughout those processes of racing and things like that. And uh, I gravitated towards Amsoil. I had my own um, business on the side working on boats and you know it's kind of the only product that I would let my customers use you know once I saw what it could do in race boats I was like why wouldn't you want to do this in any application to make sure you know people spend a lot of money on these types of things you know and you, they want to make it last you know you don't want to go out and spend thousands and thousands of dollars and then uh, use an inferior product and 
you know, not let you get your, you know, best return on investment on these types of equipment. Tell me a little bit and, more about the the yachts and the race boats. That sounds pretty cool. What what was the your experience working with yachts? Did you uh, was it just a bunch of rich people? Was it famous people? Who, who was affording these yachts? Uh, a lot of people. Um, I actually used to work on uh, Augie Bush's boat, the owner of Budweiser. A lot of the Kansas City Chiefs and St. Louis Rams football players. Um, I actually used to work on the owner of the Colorado Rockies uh, boat. Um, so there was a, a lot of different things. So, you know, I'm originally from Missouri and a lot of the stuff that I did was actually in Lake of the Ozarks and, uh, it's kind of like the center hub of boating. So there's a lot of power boating, uh, out there. So the offshore super series is hosted there every single year. They also have the, uh, offshore, offshore, uh, power boat races as well. So it's a straight line, uh, high speed racing. Um, I've got a few friends that are still doing that and they actually, uh, won last year at a top speed of 203 miles per hour. I believe it was out of a boat. <laughs> I'm, I'm over here, Eric. I got a map of the United States right behind my shoulder in the studio and I'm looking at Missouri and I don't see a lake. Is, is it in Missouri or another state? Yeah. Yeah. So it's in Missouri. It's basically right in the middle of Missouri. It is, uh, it basically used to be a river and they've uh, dammed it up. So you got Bagnell Dam and uh, you have um, Truman Dam up at the top of it. And so it's dammed on either end of there. And actually the, a lot of the electricity for the entire Midwest is all produced out of Bagnell Dam. So pretty interesting. Wow. Okay. I found it now. It is right in the middle. See, I, I'm from Ohio. So, you know, we have Lake Erie, Lake Michigan, Lake Ontario, you know, the Great Lakes. And so I, I was, I was expecting like a big blue, uh, circle. So it looks uh, from, you know, just looking on the map, it looks small. So how do they do speed boating? Is it, is it bigger once you get down there or something? It seems like they'd run out of room compared to being down in like Miami or the Gulf of Mexico, where you just got the big body of water to just go. Yeah, so um, there's a lot of straight areas. It's basically no more than about a mile wide at any given point on the entire lake. Uh, but there's over 1,100 miles of shoreline. There's actually more shoreline there than there is in the entire coast of Florida. Whoa. Say that one more time. <laughs> yeah, there's over 1,100 miles of shoreline on Lake of the Ozarks, which is more coastline than the entire state of Florida. So interesting facts, as you can tell, I grew up there. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Now, what made you go from Missouri down to sunny Florida? Uh, 2008 happened, you know, um, when I went to technical college, I actually went to technical college while I was in high school, um, got Mercury certified, Volvo Pennis certified, Volt Kohler certified, Westerbeek certified uh, to work on all these different generators and boats and engines, outboards, inboards, all that stuff. And uh, we went from the most in-demand technical field in the country to the most not in-demand technical field in the country. So I was laid off and we had always talked about moving to Florida. It kind of been uh, a lifelong dream. We were actually supposed to move down here when I was 14 and that all got pushed to the side. So me and my wife, who were not married at the time, uh, we were just boyfriend and girlfriend at the time. We just decided like, uh, let's move to Florida. And everybody thought we were crazy. And uh, everybody's like, well, where are you going to go? And I'm like, well, uh, I don't know. So we moved to Florida and I had a job lined up 
And uh, right before I moved down here, um, I actually was pulling an engine out of a 48 foot C ray and actually cut the tip of my pinky off mm. and was, yeah, it was not, uh, not pretty. And, uh, so I moved down here with all that and they ended up giving away the job that I applied for, uh, and moved all the way down here for. So I just had to, uh, go out there and hustle and make things happen. <laughs> wow. It's kind of been like this, the theme on the show is to be careful with your, li- your fingers and stuff. Cause we had a guy recently on the show, Jeremiah Jennings from Alabama, he was using a hedge trimmer for the very first time, very first job, mm. very first bush. And he goes out to trim this thing and he took his left hand, which he was used on his other, uh, on his other, um, hedge trimmer. There was a spot where you hold with your left hand, but he got a different, uh, version of a hedge trimmer. And so when he put his left hand there by muscle memory, it actually went right into the blade of the hedge trimmer and chopped his fingers off. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I just saw him in person. I, that stuff is tough for me to, to look at. So he had a big cast on, so I didn't see it, but I, I know he chopped those right off. And then you got your Marine technician days. You got a pinky lost a pinky, huh? Yeah. Well, they, uh, I was actually lucky. So they, uh, 16 stitches, put it back on. Oh, it doesn't wow. look real pretty, but it's still there. <laughs> okay. Wow. Well, that's, that's pretty cool. And I, I'm sure, you know, guys listening might not have a yacht quite yet. I'm sure Brian Fullerton might be getting one of those soon, but uh, <laughs> race boats and yachts, you know, uh, might not be what we're rocking quite yet, but with uh, lawnmowers and uh, backpack blowers and chainsaws, the equipment that we're using on a day-to-day operation, how have you seen your experiences as a Marine technician uh, influence, you know, kind of a more smaller engine and, uh, you know, a little bit more low profile piece of equipment. Yeah. And so, you know, it's kind of crazy. So, you know, just because I worked on a lot of that big expensive stuff, you know, I still worked on any little aluminum fishing boats with, you know, five horsepower outboards that you could turn over with your hand, you know? Uh, so, you know, I worked on all of it and, um, You know, I actually worked with a friend of mine when I was laid off during that time. He had a lawn care business and uh, it's kind of where I, you know, was like, man, these things like get abused because, you know, there's things that people don't think about when it comes to this equipment sometimes is I would argue, bet to argue that this equipment is probably the most abused equipment out of anything that has an engine. And the reason I say that is, it's full throttle or nothing. I mean, you don't just like start up a string, a string trimmer and just walk around with it at idle, right? <laughs> like you, you pull the trigger and you're pulling it wide open throttle. So it doesn't bog down while you cut through some thick stuff or you're just, you know, trimming the edge of a sidewalk or whatever the case may be. It's always full throttle. So it's all or nothing. And then we're working in dirty and dusty conditions. So, you know, dirt and dust and all this stuff getting inside of the engines and, you know, there's just a lot of different things that come with this. So they really are the most extreme conditions. But what a lot of people don't realize is that you really need a product that is specifically designed for these conditions. Um, the things that I have found working with, you know, a lot of different lawn care companies, landscaping companies, is that I will find them using good products like mobile one or something like that uh, because it's readily available. It's easy to get, but these are automotive engine oils. And 
you know, the difference is these automotive engine oils are made for closed cooling, you know, on a car, a truck, an SUV, it has antifreeze, it has closed cooling, you have all these different things, you know, all these engines that we're talking about on your zero turn mowers and your backpack blowers and all these things, they're all air cooled. So you have to have something with a higher base oil content to be able to withstand the heat so we don't form all those deposits inside the engines. So deposits are the number one thing that I find are the killer of all of this small equipment. Wow. Well, hey, coming up, Eric, I want to hear more about uh, the, the appropriate base oil and how we can avoid having these deposits so that we can have top performance, longevity, sustainability uh, with our equipment so that we can be more profitable in our business. So we're going to hear a word from today's show sponsors and uh, coming up, we'll dive uh, deeper into a little chat about oil. We'll be right back. Do you come home ready to relax after a hard day's work and find that your bookkeeping demands your time? Truth be told, you can't give it your full energy or focus. It just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you. It's costing you good decision-making and your peace of mind. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping provides a bookkeeping solution to landscapers that is guaranteed to give you back your time and your peace of mind. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute a call. Don't trick yourself into thinking you can handle it all. It won't be long before you're saying no to new clients or skipping dinner with your family and friends, all because your bookkeeping needs are unfinished. Let us take care of your green so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. GPS Track, it makes managing your driver, vehicles, and equipment assets simple with the latest technology and personalized, friendly customer support for service businesses of all sizes. With GPS Track, it, you get a real-time view of where your fleet vehicles are around the clock helping improve route density and operate more efficiently. GPS Track, it has been delivering peace of mind for over 12,000 customers in lawn and landscaping, and they've been doing it for over 20 years. Are you ready to protect your fleet, save money, and cut down on fuel costs? Call 844-996-2518 to speak with a knowledgeable fleet advisor. No pressure, no hassles, low monthly fees, and no contracts. 844-996-2518 or visit greenindustrypodcast.com slash GPS track it. Hey friends, Paul here to share with you about our user agreement document. Eliminate the worry and hassle with a simple, straightforward user agreement that provides in writing what services you are providing your customer and when their payments are due. Remove the gray areas and provide clarity to your clients with our fresh new user agreement. You can pick this up at the greenindustrypodcast.com. Again, that's the greenindustrypodcast.com. The Green Industry Podcast continues with the author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash. Here's Paul Jameson. All right, guys, we are back with Eric Riley, and he was sharing uh, previous in the broadcast that, and I can attest to this, uh, once you crank up your equipment, you just go full throttle, whether you're using the weed eater or the mower, 
I mean, it's just pretty much the majority of the time, that's how we are uh, using this and it takes a toll on the engine. And if you're not using the right oil, uh, that can also affect longevity, sustainability with our equipment. So as operators, we want it to be, you know, top performing and we want it to last a long time so we don't have repair costs and we're not going out buying new stuff, you know, um, prematurely. And so can you share a little bit more on the technical side? I know as a marine technician, you're probably uh, deeper into all of this than, than maybe someone who's just starting and they just buy the piece of equipment. They, they aren't maybe the most mechanically minded. So can you give us, um, without nerding out too much, Eric, give us a little uh, more <laughs> insights. Sure thing. Absolutely. And I can do that sometimes. So stop me if I do. Um, but I try to keep it simple, right? You know, um, the number one spot where I see uh, the fastest and biggest advantage is going to be our two stroke stuff, right? We like two stroke equipment because it's light, not as heavy. Um, and it's easy to use. You can really turn a lot of RPMs out of these two stroke equipment, right? So for instance, when we're talking about two stroke equipment, you know, some of these things can reach temperatures of 500 degrees at the spark plug. And when you think about 500 degrees, that's super duper duper hot. Um, the things that these high temperatures cause is burn off. And then with that, you get deposits. So deposits from the oil, you know, two-stroke equipment is designed to burn off. That's the whole point of two-stroke, right? So you mix it with the gas and then it goes in and it burns off during the combustion process. So when that happens, if it's burning off at too low of a temperature, it can form deposits on the piston rings, which is generally one of the fastest ways for handheld equipment to fail, right? So when you get deposits around those rings, the piston can't go up inside, up and down inside the engine, which means it just locks up. And then all of a sudden you go to pull it and it doesn't run anymore. To keep it super simple, mm -hmm. right? The other thing that we see is clogged uh, exhaust ports. You know, um, if an engine can't breathe, we always say uh, from mechanics that suck, bang, blow. So it's got to be able to suck the air in. It has to be able to combust the uh, fuel and oil on the inside. And it has to blow it all out of the exhaust, right? So when the exhaust ports get clogged up, then it can't get rid of the exhaust so then it can no longer run efficiently. So then you start seeing power loss. You go to pull that uh, throttle and all of a sudden is, you know, nobody's ever heard that one before, right? right? You know, so you, it's just not, you don't get the same power out of it. And sometimes it's a slow process, right? It doesn't happen instantaneously. This is a slow process where the stuff builds up. And then the last thing that I see on two-stroke equipment is the spark arresters. Those little screens that get all clogged up, you know. So those spark arresters, once again, that two-stroke oil, it gets clogged up on those. And if the engine can't breathe right, once again, loss of power, and it's just not going to run the way that you want it to. That makes a lot uh, of sense. So I know that yeah. you... I know that you sent me a whole bunch of AMS oil. I got it in uh, my laundry room's funny. I got, I got echo stuff in there and uh, AMS oil. I, I'm single. So when I get married, I'm, I'm going to need to like get, I guess my laundry room, like have a hamper and some like laundry detergent and stuff. But right now I, you know, I got oil and uh, 
power equipment stuff. Anyway, a little inside baseball there on my uh, life as a single fella. But um, I want you to go ahead and share if someone wants to, you know, know more about Amsoil and how they can get the good stuff. Um, how, how can they connect with you? Because you can actually set us up. I'm in your system as a contractor and, you know, kind of have uh, special perks and things like that. And so how, how can you um, hook up the lawn bros with the good stuff? Yeah, absolutely. So if people want to reach out to me, uh, we have a special program specifically for lawn care workers that I can help you and guide you down that journey to help you find the right products for your business and make it last longer. Um, you know, I have lawn care companies that have six to 8,000 hours on handheld equipment that's over 10 years old. I have a lot of contractors that tell me before we get hooked up that they're only getting two, three, four years out of their equipment. And that's not long enough for how much we're spending on that. So if you want to get in touch with me, I can save you a lot of money with our contractor uh, uh, commercial account package. And it has no cost to you. You can reach out to me um, on my Instagram, which is oilguy86. That's O-I-L-G-U-Y, the number's 86. And then you can also reach out to me uh, via my website, which is firstsynthetic.com. That's the number one, S T. Synthetic, S-Y-N-T-H-T-I-C.com. Or you can reach out to me directly on my cell phone. It's 573-286-5993. So you can reach out to me any one of those ways, and I'll be happy to help out and uh, give you any and all the information that anybody would like to have. Cool. That sounds good, Eric. Why well, I, I appreciate, uh, you know, the oil you got me connected with and uh, definitely think that... Um, you know, it's good to kind of buy that stuff in bulk and, and have it, you know, the, the good stuff and have it kind of backed up and everything like that. Cause when I was just getting started, I would just go out and I would just, you know, we get, start running low on oil. And sometime I buy it at the gas station. Sometimes I'd stop by and just, you know, get a little bit here and there. And, and it was one of those things. It's, it's good to have, you know, a, a good supply of, of, of quality oil. So appreciate you hooking people up. Just Click on his uh, Instagram at oilguy86. Tell him, tell him what you heard from, uh, heard about you from Paul and uh, Eric will take good care of you. Absolutely. Cool, ma'am. Well, I appreciate your time and uh, I'm sure we'll connect next time I'm down there in Tampa. Uh, I think we're coming back next year. So. Sounds good to me. We'll definitely get together. Maybe I'll take you out for dinner. All right. Or, or take me out on a yacht. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. All right. Talk to the CEO of Budweiser. Tell him Green Industry Podcast is coming to town. <laughs> Will do. All right. See you later, Eric. All right. Thanks, Paul. All right. Bye. Well, I appreciate Eric taking time out of his full schedule. They're building a custom home down there in Florida. I've been loving watching Mitchell Gordy building his shop and home up there in North Carolina. And then um, Eric down there in Florida. It's just a really cool process to watch uh, behind the scenes and definitely motivate you to work hard and to save because, I mean, that's that's a great achievement in life um, to, to get to you know, kind of have that creativity to, to do your own custom home. I, I just absolutely love it. So, hey, thanks to today's show sponsors, GPS Track It and Gulf Coast Bookkeeping. We appreciate them sponsoring today's show. If you're new to the podcast, what we do is 
we have what's called the episode notes and there'll actually be links down there. So we'll have the link to GPS track it to Gulf Coast bookkeeping to Eric. If you guys want to, uh, you know, go ahead and order some two stroke oil or whatever kind of, you know, oil needs you need in your business. All you gotta do is click on the link and it will take you to the correct destination. And Mr. Producer will also put in there the link to our audio book. If you've been enjoying listening to these podcasts, we actually have a four hour and two minute audio book. It's called cut that grass and make that cash. And it's the stories of what I learned the hard way as I built my first lawn care and landscaping business. I actually made a lot of mistakes. There wasn't the YouTube community back then, or it was super in its infancy. And it was just me out there, you know, as a weekend warrior, as a truck in the truck, as a Rick's mowing, figuring it out on the fly. And what I did in the book is I shared those stories of what not to do, basically what I really did. And then the takeaways from the lessons learned. So it's my story. It's my lawn care business story. And it's not the highlight reel. It's it's more of the low lights, but it's not a down, down the downer experience. It's 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 okay, that was a funny story, but here's what I learned from that. And and I tried to draw good best practice business principles from my failures. It's called Cut That Grass, Make That Cash, and that link will be in today's show notes as well if you want to get uh, it is available paperback ebook and audiobook, but um, I, I personally would recommend getting the audiobook because I'm reading it, I'm sharing my emotions and expressions and passion, you know, behind reading it. And it was produced by the best producer in the biz. Mr. Producer did a great job making it sound uh, awesome. So I appreciate all he does, uh, not just for the audiobook in this show, but for the community. I know there's a lot of other podcasts that he does with the Kid Contractor, LCR Media, uh, Fullerton Unfiltered. Uh, so keep up the good work, Mr. Producer. Thanks for listening to today's show, guys. Take a look at that show notes. Click on the link that's going to help you take your business to the next level. Hit that follow button as well, and we'll catch you on the next episode. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.